Welcome to Startup Out of the Box with Marco Silva and Vito Domingos. On this episode, we'll discuss the financial impact of startups on its founders and employees and mentorships and tormentorship. I'll uh, talk to you about that <laughs> word later. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be our two main topics today. So uh, let, let's start with the... Um, uh, with the financial impact on father of of startups on founders and also on employees. Yes. So, uh, you're gonna share a link with uh, with our listeners uh, yeah. about this on Medium, and uh, start. Uh, <laughs> what do you what do you have to say about this? Then? So, uh, this is an article by Mike Knapp uh, where he talks about uh, startups that are financial suicide. Mm. So, and the main thing about this article uh, that I think it's important for people to to read and also to realize is we talk about. Of the main the the media talks about startups as like a magical world of unicorns and of a magical bliss and money and there's always a lot of money going on, uh, but in reality there's always a risk when you mm-hmm. try to startups. So that's why so that, there's a lot of startups that actually fail. Exactly, and, uh, entrepreneurs that fail exactly. constantly. The, the stats are around ninety percent of the startups fail. Fail, uh, yeah. So there's always a financial impact that the founder or the employees are going to suffer if the startup fails mm-hmm. yes you can have a vc money mm-hmm. but that only helps you up to some point yeah they help you okay run the company but if uh you don't deal with the finances of the company properly yeah that's our profile that that doesn't the vc money won't help you in the long yeah. run uh so you, you usually what what, uh, what startups have is um they have this kind of initial investment on them it yeah. could be seed investment Whatever, they they have, whatever. Yeah. Um, they can have this kind of initial money, or they can just bootstrap. So yeah. they can they can they can start from scratch themselves. Or um, then what happens is that either they get more, they raise uh, uh, more money into the company, yeah. or they actually have a product that they can sell and people can exactly. actually use that. So what happens is that um, for startups to fail, uh, financial. Uh, issues is probably one of the reasons it's not only the, yeah. the only reason for startups um, and entrepreneurs to fail but it's actually one of the biggest one uh, okay. the biggest reason uh, for startups to fail and it's usually one of the biggest uh, s- tips that most founders give uh, is one of the first things that when the people ask them like yeah. if you would do it again what would you do different or what would you like to know when you started and most of them tell the same thing uh for me, when I started, I would like to have a financial advisor or a CFO or someone that understands about finance when I started the company so they could explain to me what's happening and how to do, how to calculate the, the burn rates and stuff yeah. like that. So it's something that most people don't really think about until it's too late. And, but, and, and, and I understand that. Yeah. But also, if you are an entrepreneur yeah. and you're starting a startup, you, you need to have that kind of... Um, gut feeling of you're not going to need a lot of detail on finance because yeah. you believe in your company, you believe in the stuff that you're actually mm-hmm. doing and you need to focus there, right? Yeah. So um, so you need to find kind of a balance between what actually, um, what kind of money do you have in the bank for you to pay salaries but also for you to be comfortable to be developing the product that you are developing yeah. without having to uh, think about raising money dealing with finance and stuff like that most of the startups they can just hire the finance director or any yeah, kind exactly. of advisor that's the one of their also one of the problems i remember um when i when i had my startup we had an, uh, an accountant so someone that could take care of our um uh, of our accounts um could pay salaries and that kind of stuff and it, would, it was quite expensive 
um, but it didn't provide any kind of help when it came to actually managing finances yeah. and stuff like that. So it's just kind of a broker for employees, for HR, uh, for paying taxes on time. So th there was this kind of gap of what kind of financial advisor can we get from either the accountant or um, someone else that could, that could provide this. Yeah, and but also the, one of the topics that, okay, well, the startup uh, has, well, there's that gap knowledge, like mm -hmm. you mentioned, founders don't know or it's art to find people to to help the financial of the startup so the, the, the other point is the the finance of the founder or the employees because mm. if the startup fails you as a founder you invested a lot of your money yeah. and you might lose your entire savings oh uh, yes creating a startup and mm -hmm. that's one of the biggest risks that people don't think they think oh, okay i have enough i have 100k in the bank i have some savings uh, from different pl uh, places so and I'm, I'll be able to, yeah. to I'll be comfortable I'll be able to recover the money but reality is if most startups fail you won't recover that money back so no. you will you, you might invest your entire savings and you might lose everything mm -hmm. and that's a risk that most people don't realize that might happen and also for employees uh, you could work for a big company you could go for Amazon or Facebook or whatever big company and get a, a nice salary or you can go to a startup you get a short uh, cut in your salary uh, get virtual currency like a, a stock mm -hmm. because a while the company is in the initial phases, that stock yeah, is no value. value. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's zero uh, of zero is zero. So, well, no, sorry. It's like if you have ten percent of zero, it's zero. It yeah. doesn't. It, it, there's no value into it until the IPO or yeah. the company gets sold. Yeah. And that's the risk. Like you take, you're taking that gambling bet that the company will be get sold or IPO and your yeah. stock will. But if it fails again, you could have earned a lot of shit ton of money somewhere else and. Yeah, you, you get the free three years. Okay, you get more knowledge. You, so. Usually, usually the kind of um, uh, comparison that I do for that kind of stage of uh, should I go, should I work for a company, a uh, uh, comfortable company like Google, Facebook, and, yeah. uh, and Amazon and stuff like that, or should I go for a startup? Uh, the usually the analogy that I, that I use is around the train, right? So if you get on early uh, to the platform, you get the bet the best seat and the be or the best or the better a better seat on the train. Yeah. Um. If you get there almost when the train is up, uh, is about to leave, you can you you don't probably don't well here in the UK you're not going to have a seat. Actually, yeah, you UK need to stand <laughs> up and um and you need to to go the whole the whole uh, trip from. Yeah. Oh, I say London to Manchester yeah, uh, yeah, standing in London, up. In London, so, if you want to get a seat, you have to go like four hours before. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it's kind of the same with the with the yeah. startups, right? So you need to be there um, before everyone else. You're gonna get a better seat, and at the end, probably you're gonna get uh, something out of the stock options. But it's it's again, it's a risk that uh, mm -hmm. uh, employees need, need to take and need to think. Either should they should work for standard normal already with a lot of money kind of company or they should go to a startup um but also and, and i think that we're just kind of mm -hmm. yeah. uh moving uh from this, this kind of subject um uh the what 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 happened here is um also when you need to get those well you, when you are a big company and you need to retain a, a potential employee that yeah. could either start a startup can be an entrepreneur yeah. or can even work for a startup that creates this kind of gap with uh, uh, along the salaries right yeah. because let's say if i have someone within my startup that has a, a great idea and i don't invest in him or her um the chances are that uh they could leave they can start their own startup mm -hmm. what happens is there's, there's a kind of um um fake inflation of uh of salaries value, yeah. of value 
uh, at least in the United States, yeah. that's also what it's Silicon uh, Valley. That's one of the biggest. Exactly. So you need to pay more for the people. So yeah. for your employees, don't don't leave the company. You need to start their own. Yeah. Their own and stuff. you see, like uh, people already talking about Silicon Valley, but also different yeah. areas in the United States where you have engineers uh, getting salaries of 100, 200, 300, 400k a year. Of course, if you're an engineer that earns 400k a year, like why would you? leave to open, yeah. to open your own startup like the the risk would be too high for the value that you get salary wise you say imagine that you get the 400k mm. stay there for five years look at the money you're gonna have in yeah. your savings account like why would i bother and even and even to get fired from a company like that in a position like that you need to screw up big time so yeah but again um sure but the thing is it also depends on the kind of responsibilities that you have yeah. So if you're young and you don't have a family, you don't have kids, you don't you don't have a lot of bills to pay. But those kind of values make you think twice like, oh, yes. yeah, leave and start from zero and earn nothing or stay yeah, comfortable with my massive salary. Or stay yeah. and uh, save and yeah. then start your company with your savings, which is going which yeah. to be bigger than the ones that you have at this moment. Yeah, so, and then you can bootstrap um, and depend on investors. Exactly. So there's a, there's a bunch of options. Yeah. But um, the, the main topic is for this one uh, is the kind of financial burden that this creates on, also, uh, yeah. on entrepreneurs and also on employees. And I think that we touch these kind of two areas. Um, should we move to the next subject? Topic um, number two, mentors. Uh, probably for the subject for LinkedIn. We don't we don't know the length of the of each section of the of the podcast today, but uh, let's try to split. Uh, yeah. Let's try to put both on LinkedIn actually this time. So uh, the last one, kind of probably a bit more uh, funnier than the first one. It's about mentor or tormentor. So um, either we get someone that can actually help us on um, creating the startup, on giving us some interesting tips and some, some uh, in, in, interesting insights and, and help us? Or should we get someone that is also a naysayer and, and, uh, and uh, everything that we do is all, always wrong? Okay. I think that for those, we already have our own family and friends that usually they do that yeah. when, the, when we start, when they have a startup. Um, they were worried them. about it, yeah. Yeah, some of them, not all. Um, the other ones are quite hard to find. So a proper mentor. Yeah. Um, how are you going to find a mentor how you actually pitch to the mentor that you need this his or her kind of help uh, on your startup, and how do you take um, their advice? Um, what's your uh, thoughts on that, Marco? Well, <laughs> it's hard to find mentors. Uh, usually, it's and I can see there's a lot of actually a lot of startups coming out that their business model is helping people find mentors uh, because. It's, something difficult mm. because usually a mentor is someone that has expertise in your area mm-hmm. that can help you because they've already been there done that so they can advise you of don't try don't do this do it like that because of this is in this so they can assist you in in the in your path and it's quite difficult to find a mentor but even if it's just personal a personal growth it implies someone that you have knowledge that you trust above everything that you trust your knowledge uh, their, their capabilities and they can guide you the correct way uh, and that's harder uh, to find. So, but then you can I, also I, go to coach wise. Yeah, uh, coach. Yeah, yeah. Coaches can be just a friend. It doesn't mean uh, it doesn't need to be someone that has a knowledge on the area. Yeah. It doesn't need to be an expert, but it's someone that can help you uh, through your ideas. Can can uh, can help you with the culture. Yeah, 
and also the environment. Yeah. Let's let's keep in mind that Google had uh, for decades a coach mm-hmm. that was actually an NFL uh, coach as well, yeah. and they, they he was training the, the senior executives at Google to be better uh, on managing teams and yeah. expectations and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it wasn't proper mentorship when it comes to products or technology, but actually how to deal with yeah. people that work. And it's you. not telling them how to do it; it's more guiding them yeah. with questions and training their foot so that they can realize what's the right path to do because it's going to be different from each side and a coach doesn't need to know the company but he just needs to know how to guide a person to the exactly. right answer exactly. and that's more important than the mentor the mentor will just tell you like, don't do this do that while a coach will try to make you understand the path it won't tell you what to do yeah. but it will make you think until you, until you get to the answer that you're happy with well, well a coach is yeah. pretty much like a PT right a personal trainer it yeah. helps you to achieve this kind of goal yeah. the, mentor, the mentor is the kind of book that you read about a diet and stuff like that right Some, or the doctor yeah, do the doctor like exactly <laughs> you need to do this I'll, yeah you need to get a PT um, I'll, yeah let's get the coach so the mentor um, usually happens uh, uh, in the beginning when you start mm-hmm. your company but also can 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 happen uh, at any time yeah. that you think that you need this kind of external help. And as you said, um, 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 I, th- I think that my uh, my best advice I could give to anyone is actually find someone that already done the same things that you did, um, got through the same kind of problems, um, has an idea about the market, and at the end got the t-shirt. Right? You <laughs> um, could got the the right size of t-shirt, or can 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 even go naked after afterwards yeah. because of the financial burden and problems. <laughs> you have to but, sell the t-shirt. Exactly, <laughs> you have to sell the t-shirt. Uh, but bottom line, ha- have someone that could actually help you to achieve this kind of path yeah. and talk to them regularly um, and um, and in confidence, obviously. Uh, to uh, to better understand how can you get to to your own goals. So, and how do you find a tormentor? Uh, the tormentor. Well, I started with that. The tormentor is pretty much the the the, the mentor that tells you that everything is wrong. Everything you're doing is it's it's wrong. It's not it's not right. You're not going to hit your target. Um, this and that. Um, I had a kind of mixed feeling when I had my own startup. Um, so I was working uh, for the Ministry of Justice back then. My kind of CEO were, was Mario Valent. And uh, I remember talking to him saying, well, I need to create my own startup. and It needs to be like this. And I remember he t- him telling me that um, I would have um, a bunch of problems. And he just said, well, you're going to have this and this. And it's gonna, it's, you're going to face something yeah. around here. And don't create a startup with just one more founder. Create with three or five. Uh, this kind of um, ideas and stuff that he that he, that he put on me, and I remember uh, listening to all of this and telling him, uh, "Yeah, I understand your point of view, but for my own personal experience, I need to yeah. uh, go through these problems to better understand how to be an entrepreneur and how to be better." So I was kind of aware. Uh, so I had this kind of mixed feelings of, "Okay, this guy is giving really good advice, but I'm not going to take it because <laughs> I want actually to face the kind yeah. of problems." And also something important is uh, investors. Are not mentors. Oh no, they are. Uh, they are just there for the money. And yeah, investors the are there for their profit, yeah. uh, so they will guide you what's best for them, not for you. Exactly. Of course, sometimes it, it mixes. Uh, what's best for you is also what's best for them, but most of the times they are expecting the best return for them, and that might, for example, in some startups when investors come one day to the board meeting and tell and tell you like yeah you're the founder and CEO of the company but we don't want you to be the CEO anymore yeah we want someone else to be the CEO yeah exactly they, because they're worried about their output and not yours so yeah you have to be careful yeah, well about, they're worried yeah. about their money and their return right exactly. so and they think that 
if the best for the for their money for the company is to uh uh to take is exactly to take you out of the equation they're just going to do that yeah. the mentor is usually the guy that says well if you're going to do this probably you're going to face some issues with your investors yeah. so be careful with that yeah try doing this talk to them about this exactly. before yeah And the coach is pretty much the guy that says, well, listen, you're not paying enough attention to your own company culture. Yeah. This kind of, you're going to have this kind of problems with your own, your own employees or the kind of stuff that you say on a meeting is actually wrong. You need to change your attitude and stuff like that. So I think that we need the, those three, right? Yeah. So the ones that keep you uh, in line with the money that you need to spend, the ones that could give you probably good advice and then the ones that could help you to achieve grow the, the, yeah. grow the, the best uh, the best of the company and you um, within your own um, uh, area. And and then the tormentors. So the, the, the naysayers, everyone else that says that you're going to fail. And probably you're going to fail at the end because we discussed this in the first part of the episode. Yeah. A lot of companies are going to fail. But I think that the most important is that people should enjoy the ride and um, they should learn from, yeah. from that ride. And that's well, pretty much that's it for myself. That's it. <laughs> and that's it. Episode number 10 of uh, Startup Out of the Box. Almost a full season. So probably gonna go, we're going to go up until episode 11 or not. Or we're just going to continue this. So guys, if you have any kind of comments or um, any questions, just put them or even yeah, on comments, LinkedIn, Twitter, comments, whatever. Yeah. We are online. And uh, let's see you on ne next episode. Cheers. Cheers.